0: For a scary podcast?
1: Hello and welcome to Podnobbing, the podcast about podcasts. I'm Carrie.
0: I'm Josh.
1: And this is episode 14 Supernatural and. Horror.
0: Dum dum da.
1: To make this episode even more interesting, Josh and I are both incredibly ill.
0: That's you, and I'm not sick at all.
1: Uh huh. We are going to go ahead and muddle our way through this to the best of our ability, and I am simply going to have to ask you, our audience, to excuse any major brain fogs, because we are likely to have more than normal.
0: Just deal with it.
1: Yeah. So before we get to our supernatural and horror picks, because not surprisingly, we have a full docket for you, we are going to begin with the oh-so-popular Podnobby News.
0: Take it away, Carrie.
1: This edition of Podnobby News is being recorded on October 24th, 2019. From Hot Pod, Crooked Media will launch a new podcast titled What a Day on October 28th. The production company's first daily audio news podcast will be hosted by comedian Akilah Hughes and the political journalist Gideon Remnick. Episodes will run about 15 minutes. A quote regarding the show from Crooked Media's Geismar to Hot Pod. I think for a lot of people, if the news feels too hard or anxiety producing, they're just going to turn the TV off. And so what we're trying to do is provide those people different ways to access the process, whether it's through storytelling, emotion, or comedy. So if you've been needing your news through comedy or storytelling, perhaps this 15 minutes a day will work for you and you won't feel like throwing yourself out a window.
0: Hmm. I like my news in puppet form. Is there, any, is there any puppet news?
1: That's an amazing idea. Wait, is there puppet news?
0: No, that you know what? Uh, Paul F. Tompkins had a YouTube show called No You Shut Up and it was basically puppet news. So it's already been done.
1: Ah, shit. From Variety. Shonda Rhimes! Shondaland Production Company announced a three-year pact. With iHeartMedia to launch Shondaland Audio. Shondaland Audio will produce original podcasts to be released as part of the iHeart Podcast Network.
0: That's the Scandal Lady, right?
1: Yep, that's right. Scandal, Grey's Anatomy.
0: Uh, The murder that got away with murder. I think she's a Columbia College graduate.
1: She's more than that, Josh. She graduated from Marion Catholic High School. What? Is that true? I believe so. From iHeartMedia, with iHeartMedia, we aim to share stories that are engaging, insightful, and reflect a robust worldview while staying true to the authentic storytelling voice that has become synonymous with... Shondaland. Shonda. This is actually not her uh, first swipe at a podcast. She has a successful podcast. In 2017, Shondaland launched website Shondaland.com that preceded the podcast called Katie's Crib, a weekly podcast following scandal and waitress actress Katie Lowe's, in which she shares intimate conversations about the joys, pains, and hilarity of new motherhood. Yeah, that's what I see new mothers doing, laughing hysterically. From Marvel, SiriusXM and Marvel announced a multi-year agreement. Apparently, Marvel will create a crap ton of exclusive podcasts for SiriusXM and Pandora. Podcasts will include both scripted and unscripted series, themed live events, and more.
0: That's kind of awesome. How much is a crap ton, by the way?
1: Crap ton is like your cousin who has IBS and like totally hits up wedding reception food table for a Mm -hmm. good three hours and the next day. You know what I'm saying?
0: Did I tell you about my cousin?
1: And that's all for today's Podnobbing News.
0: All right. Yeah, this was uh, maybe my favorite genre that we've covered so far. I enjoyed most of the podcasts that I listened to. I I enjoyed some aspect of them. I have two. You have two as well. And I believe both of ours are we have one serial formed podcast that's like one story along several podcasts. And then we have some uh, standalone ones where you can listen to any particular episode. And just jump right in. It's different stories every time. So my first one, I want to talk about the Serial Podcast, which, it's a weird title, so you might have to write this down. Are you ready? It's called Palimpsest.
1: So now you know it all, Father. You're all caught up. I drug you inside the church, over here to this corner near the confessional, well, Sersha finished off her ma. You never said a word, cause what would you say? It didn't take you any time at all to bleed out.
0: Palimpsest. I'm gonna spell that: P-A-L-I-M-P-S-E-S-T. Palimpsest. Palimpsest. Uh, yes, it's a real word. I forget. It means something about like layers of a story, I believe. Something uh-huh. like that. Here's the crazy part, Carrie. There are two podcasts with this title.
1: That is uh, not what I was thinking would happen. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Two different Mm -hmm. podcasts
0: with this title. So if you are going to be looking for it, it's uh, the cover art is like a house uh, and a tree with like a broken swing on it, and it says Palimpsest. It's like all blue with like a the, the outline of the house and the tree are kind of like a yellowish gold the other palimpsest mm-hmm. is something I don't know what it means um, it's a Numenera actual play podcast and I, I briefly looked into this I believe Numenera is some sort of sci-fi like role playing game so like huh. a, it's just like a nerd thing um, hey. so if you're into that there that's out there but that's not what we're covering and this, it might be a great podcast it might be a great game I have no idea um, but uh, just so you know, that is out there, um, two podcasts of the same name. The Palimpsest podcast that I am talking about is Palimpsest is a mostly single-voiced audio drama about memory, identity, and the things that haunt us. Each 10-episode oh. season is a unique and self-contained story exploring the spaces between horror, fantasy, and psychological realism. Uh, hashtag embrace what haunts you. Uh, Palimpsest is written and created by Jameson Reidenhauer, and also created and the featured actor actress, uh, Haley uh, Heininger. I hope I'm saying that right. They do say it at the end of every episode, but of course I do not retain information very well. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Haley is a tremendous uh, actress uh, in as far as audio like voice acting i thought she was fantastic um uh, this is a it, to me it was a super subtle uh podcast like the way it's un unraveled um it's very reminiscent of did you watch uh, the haunting of hill house on netflix by any chance i did there's the haunting of hill house and there's like the house of, the haunting of there's like a different movies that kind of sound similar so i don't know this was the netflix series though about it's called the haunting at hill house and I thought the series was fantastic. Uh, the reason I thought it was was so cool is the way it, it sort of unraveled. That this podcast reminded me of that in the way that it sort of starts out more psychological, um, and it really like the descriptions that that they give you are very subtle, like talking about like a a weird dog barking in the background or like the oddly d- d- demeanored uh, neighbors or like uh, a child that's playing outside that something just doesn't seem right about that child playing outside but everything's normal enough and again with these audio dramas there's sort of uh you kind of have to have a gimmick so her the to tell the story the gimmick here is that she is uh recording on her uh I believe on her phone um and she's talking to what i believe is her former psychologist Who has moved away and is no longer seeing her, but she's still using the phone as, like, to to talk to her psychologist to sort of talk things out. And that's how you get all the details of the story.
1: He looked up from the box and said to Ma, Well, it certainly is the freshest specimen I've seen. Ma smiled, and Aiden laughed, a cruel laugh. Aiden said, No one gets them fresher than me, Dr. Gilligan. And as he spoke, I saw his hands. There was fresh blood on them, and I wondered what was in that box.
0: I don't want to give it away, um, but it is, man, one of the most climactic and awesome uh, twists. I I don't want to say twists, because that kind of gives shit away, too. I hate when they say there's a twist at the end of the movie, because then you're like... Kind of now you know there's the going to be a is. twist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's a twist because they definitely give these clues along the way, but it is devastating. Uh, the second to last episode, it it is shockingly good, um, and I can't recommend this uh, podcast highly enough. Uh, I thought the writing was fantastic, the voice acting was phenomenal, and the way the story unravels was a poetic, beautiful, scary, haunting, and again... A little devastating. Uh, so if you are faint of heart, um, don't listen. But if you want the ride, check it out. Palimpsest. You got it. Did you write it down? Wrote it down. Spell it.
1: P A L I N F.
0: Nope. Wrong. It's like uh, it's like pa, like ma and pa, pa, limp. Like I have, I'm walking with a limp because I have the gout, and yeah. and cest like uh like I don't know what there's just S-E-S-T. So, pal, limp cest. You can find it on the palimpsestpodcast.com, dot com or all of your favorite pod stations. I do feel like pod stations has taken off. I don't know if you noticed that, but hashtag pod stations. Moving on. Uh, my number two uh, podcast. Um, for horror supernatural is a podcast called nocturnal transmissions
1: which makes me think of nocturnal emissions
0: yeah which that's a little weird because that reminds me of nocturnal emissions which is you know not the same
1: it's not the same not the same i'm just saying did they do it on purpose
0: i mean they have to yeah they right have to. like
1: i mean we know okay okay all right
0: Great. they had to anyways aside from uh their unfortunate uh
1: sperm leakage
0: yeah nocturnal transmissions features in my humble opinion the best scary podcast voice of all time carrie if you can cue up intro for nocturnal transmissions right now where he calls us our gentle listeners do it right now
1: cueing now Hello, gentle listener, and welcome to Nocturnal Transmissions, the fortnightly podcast that brings you dark tales, both old and new, performed by voice artist Kristen Holland.
0: Okay, you hear that? It's amazing. He is amazing. He's a voice actor. Uh, his name is uh, Kristen Holland. Um, it's a yes, Kristen, K R I S T I N Holland. He is, I believe, an Australian uh, gentleman who does... He's an actor, a voice actor, and musician. His voice is just perfect for me for this type of podcast. Like, perfect. He not only does the introduction and and does all the the voice uh, at the beginning of the podcast but he is the lone narrator of all of these different uh horror story um that are featured in here let's let's go ahead and read the bio here natural not natural nocturnal transmissions uh is a fortnightly podcast uh fortnightly fortnight fortnightly,
1: fortnightly.
0: that is every every two oh we are a fortnightly podcast
1: it is huh. every fortnight yeah that's every
0: 14 days so yes uh uh, nocturnal transmission is a fortnightly podcast featuring performances of dark short stories both contemporary and classic by voice actor Kristen holland Uh, you'll hear works of creepy fiction from the likes of lovecraft and poe and even shakespeare as well as horror stories from contemporary writers uh, both emerging and renowned each episode uh they endeavor to find a new and unexpected route by which to lead you into the darker realms of the imagination it's perfect it's it's like um tales from the crypt or uh what was it tales from the dark side or the twilight zone like these are they're the best of the best and this guy again i can't i can't i can't say enough about this guy's performance acting his voice acting is phenomenal you're drawn Mm -hmm. in every single story they're sick they're twisted they're scary they're amazing they're all about 20 to 50 minutes long somewhere a little longer actually depending on the story itself but uh, they're all done by this one guy and i could i couldn't believe it because uh you know you think one guy doing all the voices for a particular story is going to be a little
1: it's like a book on tape yeah, yeah, yeah like a book on tape yeah. where like somebody does all the voices, and sometimes that goes really, really well, but yeah. not that often. a lot of the times you're like, nah, exactly. this isn't working
0: I, I was I was reading up on this guy, and like, yeah, the, he he said he listened to a lot of audiobooks and like those were his sort of inspiration.
1: You got to listen to the Harry Potter guy. The Harry Potter guy is pretty fucking great. The Harry Potter book on tape dude was awesome. and then the second most awesome. That I ever listened to was, wait for it, found it. It's A Dirty Job by Christopher Moore. Now, Christopher Moore probably isn't everyone's cup of tea, but A Dirty Job, I think, is probably really the best book he wrote. A lot of other people prefer the one he wrote about God's best friend, or Jesus's best friend, and I'm totally spacey on the name, also thanks to the fever, but...
0: you say Jesus's best friend?
1: Yes, it's hysterical. Um, there is... <laughs> Here, I'll find it. Okay, so if you if you listen to A Dirty Job by Christopher Moore, the audiobook, the actor that does that particular book is just fan-friggin-tastic. And then, oops, what did I just do? And then another great, well, I mean, it depends. If you grew up Catholic, you would probably love, oh yeah, it's called Lamb, the Gospel According to Biff, uh, which is Christ's, Christ's Childhood Best Friend.
0: His name Biff like from back
1: in his name yeah his name is Biff it's kind of ridiculous but it's also pretty entertaining um so some i i know some you know current and ex Catholics who found the book hilarious I, I i liked lamb i just liked a dirty job a lot more hmm. all right so we are going to take a break
0: yeah and then we're going to come here. back
1: and then we're going to do my picks no you're not allowed to we'll leave we'll see you next you time wait.
0: everybody no
1: no no i have two picks And I have just enough bandwidth inside my brain to to get them out.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to take a a little nap during the break.
1: I'm just going to cough a lot. Yeah, me too. Here we go. And break. Break.
0: Nothing of consequence happened during the break.
1: Nope. It's all everything's good. Fine. Yep.
0: We're good. We are here, <coughs> relaxed, ready to go,
1: comfortable. I'm so comfortable right now. Um, okay, so now we're getting to my picks for supernatural and horror. I'm going to go with my episodic pick first. My first pick is called A World Where, and it was. Fantastic. A World Where by Annie Ryder and H.K. Goldstein. So, A World Where is episodic. It is basically like Black Mirror, but as a podcast. It's super creepy. It's really well done. It comes to us from Brooklyn, New York. The writer is named Annie Ryder. As in to like R I D E R, writer.
0: Big ups to Brooklyn.
1: Annie Ryder, Ryder. Annie Ryder is the writer, sound designer, composer, and one of the performers. There's only six of them. Yeah. So this is actually kind of a low commitment because they, they've moved on to another podcast. So it's Annie Ryder with HK Goldstein, uh, executive producer and director. Danielle Lagarde is the graphic designer. I mean, these three young, hip Brooklyners made a really well-done, creepy podcast thoroughly enjoyable.
0: Yeah, the production value is awesome.
1: These episodes, yeah, they're like 20, 30 minutes, maybe a little shorter. Um, Some of them are extremely graphic and unsettling. So I, being a pretty solid horror fan, had no problem with any of them. But a couple of them do begin with... um, trigger warnings and if you're out there and you're kind of like turning your nose up at a trigger warning i have to say some of them really needed it because some of them were you know pretty intense like the suicide hotline one did you listen to that one Uh,
0: phosphorus yes i did
1: yeah that one was kind of like okay that deserved a trigger warning i could see if you you know have suicide in your life you might not want to listen to that particular episode
0: read the description that's your that's your warning Just read the description of the show that you're listening to.
1: Well, okay, but every episode, like, you may not, you may be in your car, and, you know, you may not be able to read the description, so... Just just, just know that even if some of the episodes might not be for you, if you are a horror fan and you simply have some subjects that you don't really want to cross into for whatever your reasons are, there are probably a few episodes that you're going to love.
0: Well, I think part of it, too, is that they don't define themselves as a horror podcast. They define themselves, I think, as a sci-fi podcast. Sci-fi, uh, yeah. Because it is sci-fi. all, like, very Black Mirror-esque, uh, future sci-fi, dark mm-hmm. sci-fi Twilight Zone twist
1: kind uh-huh.
0: of shows. Yeah, They're, that's true. They were awesome. I thought the suicide one was awesome. Uh, well, I, I listened to the first two. Uh, I think the first one is called Augmentation.
1: Augmentation. That one was so terrifying. Hello. Yes, sir. She's getting erratic. What's going on? Who is that? You know hey, are you listening? Answer me. Hi, Oh! Ah! right honey i'm right here colin what shh, shh don't move okay listen to me you've got a four inch needle sticking into your brain and if you move your head even a little bit oh my gosh that needle could tear something important or it could just you know snap in half and that would be bad right colin where are you i'm at work sweetie then how i hear you In my head. Dr. Nevins patched the phone line into your brain. I'm right here. Help me. Please, you have to help. This will make you feel better. She is doing stuff to me without telling me. I can't swear. Well, that's
0: good, right? We talked about that, how it's a little crash. She can't
1: just do stuff I don't want.
0: But, sweetie, you're not the one paying for this procedure, are you? I am. So it's not just about what you want, is it?
1: So that's my first pick. My first pick is a world where fantastic show. My second pick. My second pick is called Unwell. It's a Midwestern gothic mystery. So this particular podcast, I struggled with it a tiny bit because I couldn't stop listening to it, but I also cannot tell you that it's not a little slow. It is admittedly a little slow. Like the the supernatural component, the conspiracy, the ghosts, you know, the the family rumors and, you know, whatever. They don't really come up until later episodes. So you gotta kind of work for it. But I enjoy the characters so much. I was perfectly fine, you know, waiting and listening. The uh, description of the show is... Lillian Harper moves to the small town of Mount Absalom, Ohio, to care for her estranged mother, Dorothy, after an injury. Living in the town's boarding house, which has been run by her family for generations, she discovers conspiracies, ghosts, and new family in the house's strange assortment of residents. Morning, Abby.
0: Good, you found the coffee pot. Wasn't sure where mom put it away last time. So, anyway, I was sorting the mail, and I had, uh, what's this? Your business card? To whom it may concern, if you're reading this, it is early in the morning, and you are trying to talk to me. I, Abby Douglas, they, them pronouns, do not make small talk before 7.30 a.m. No, this is not a joke or a bit. If you talk to me before 7.30, you will get no answer, no exceptions. Also, please give this back because I only made so, one. So,
1: Lily, how long are you staying? Lily... I found an empty hallway if you want a place to practice your totally off-the-cuff speech. I don't think there's time. Yeah, I should probably get going, too. Gotta make sure all the kids know how to talk into a, a mic. Trail of tears but maybe I'll see thing. you later. Okay. objections license. to the way we handle our history, you can feel free to write a letter to the local history club instead of disrupting a pre-scheduled event to sling accusations. Yes. What tribe supposedly even did this? Well, unfortunately, they didn't manage to leave a calling card, so... Because what? in the 18th century, there had been about a half dozen tribes who lived off and on in this area but they were forced to sign the treaty of greenville in 1795 and that ceded all this land to the u.s now there were stragglers here and there but i have to think that murdering 50 white settlers a year after signing that treaty would have been something of a big deal i don't remember either seriously do you know which way the door is rudy
0: okay what the hell what the hell
1: okay nobody panic We just need to feel along the walls
0: until we find a handle.
1: Damn
0: it. Hopefully that was nothing valuable.
1: I think it was just those stupid mannequins. Unwell is produced by Heartlife NFP. They are out of Chicago, actually.
0: Their little teaser clips I thought were kind of genius the way they did them. Because I listened to all of them um, and then just listened to the first like longer episode. Uh, but they, they just sort of, the teasers were awesome. Like, cause there's no, like, it just sounds like you're listening to a voicemail or a commercial or like, it's just really interesting how they, they incorporated like the, the gimmicks of trying to get their story across in these little two, three minute teasers. Um, and that's what actually intrigued me the most about, uh, about Unwell. And then, yeah, when I listened to the first episode, it, it felt like there was a lot, Going to be there that and it was going to be character driven, um, but definitely got my piqued my interest right away. So I, I'm going to keep going with this one because I think it's going to be worth it.
1: I think the thing I liked best about Unwell is our lead character, or at least what I would call our lead character, Lillian. She is like this incredibly ordinary woman. You know, she does like telephone sales and. She's very smart, very like capable person she like who just an
0: alpaca trainer or something. That's
1: right. She was working on an alpaca farm yeah, she got bit, before though, she went then, into te-
0: yeah, telephone she got bit, sales. And then because there's no insurance <laughs> in that right. business, she changed to.
1: She decided to do telephone sales. I I love her. I love I I find characters you know who are really capable and like just didn't quite get it together. Very endearing. And perhaps it says more about me than anything. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. My picks. Pick number one. A world where. Episodic podcast. You could listen to one episode. You could listen to all six episodes. You absolutely do not have to listen to them in any particular order or at any particular time. They're fantastic. And my second pick. Much Much like
0: us. Unwell.
1: Unwell. A fitting, a fitting name right now. Yeah. Unwell, a serial podcast about family conspiracies, ghosts, and basically haunted houses. Really, really great show. A little slow to get to the supernatural part, but totally worth it. Very character-driven. Great character development.
0: Again, these. Are, I think this was the the funnest time that I had listening to all podcasts. There's a ton of great podcasts in this genre. Um, so if you are a horror fan, there are podcasts for you and it really, it doesn't end with these four. Uh, we just thought that these were four of the best ones that we listened to out of the They
1: were our favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I think this, this genre might stick with me even after the holiday here.
1: Yeah. A good horror, a good horror podcast. I mean, it's like video palace, right? You picked that for your fiction podcast and that was also a great horror podcast. Totally creepy and really well done.
0: Yeah, we got a lot of feedback on that one, too. A lot of people like that one, so.
1: Josh, I think it's time for
0: the sound effect.
1: The lightning round. (laughs) My sickness has resulted in, and travel. My sickness and travel has resulted in extremely poor research for the lightning round. I would like to apologize for that ahead of time.
0: You do research for the lightning round?
1: I mean, I actually make an effort to like think of like what new artist have uh, I been listening to sucker. I don't even think about it sometimes like and then I have to look and I'm like, oh yeah, like what new artist have I been loving? I don't really you know whatever anyway, moving on, what have you been watching?
0: Uh, what have I been watching um some Netflix yeah. stuff some some foreign Netflix stuff I've been watching I've been Ooh. watching a Russian sci-fi show called Better than us pretty good it's about uh uh like it's set in the in the future not sure when but it's, it's out there a little bit and like there's a bunch of bots like there's like helper bots and there's like sex bots and there's like all kinds of bots that look conf- like real people um yeah. and then they've created like this one corporation created this new or i don't know if they created it. i think they actually stole it or took it or something i'm not sure i'm not, i'm only six episodes in um but uh, they created this new bot that kind of has the AI more so than the other ones. So, um, uh, and then it more escapes. More sentient, yeah. It, it actually, it actually murders somebody that was trying mm. to touch it. You know, like trying to get mm. a little touchy feely. And she, what? she murders the dude and escapes the company and then finds a home. Huh. Uh, and with this little girl, a cute little girl, um, and they become like, she becomes her primary user and, uh, becomes a part of this little family, but there's like, there's terrorists, uh, and that are trying to get this bot and there's the corporation that's trying to get this bot and this family that's sort of stuck in the middle. Uh, very interesting so far. Uh, that's called better than us, uh, Russian sci-fi on Netflix. And I am also watching a, um, uh, it's an anime. It's a cartoon. Again, I like the cartoons. Um, this is weird because it's a Mexican anime. It's called Seis Manos.
1: Oh, I've seen previews for that. Is it good?
0: It's good. If you like the anime stuff, it's it's good. I, I like it so far. I'm about halfway through it. So um enjoying that as well. So that's what I... Oh, you, and what I am looking forward to watching, haven't seen it yet, but uh, season two of Castle Rock came out on Hulu. Uh, that's the Stephen King-based... Uh, Stephen King, The World of Stephen King. Uh, it's not based on an actual Stephen King story, but on the world that Stephen King has created. And season one I thought was fantastic, and season two just came out, so I'm looking forward to watching that in this festive time.
1: I don't have anything good to recommend. I have something that I watched that I did not enjoy, so perhaps you would want to avoid it. <laughs> I watched.
0: Sure, what was it?
1: I attempted to watch Prime's. Modern love. So modern love are um, modern love is also like episodic. You don't have to watch uh, the episodes in any particular order. Each episode's its own story and they're based on some New York Times column about, I think it's also called modern love.
0: So Amazon show, right?
1: Yeah, it's okay. basically about how people like met. And, you know, fell in love or love stories or kind of alternative love stories, meaning like, you know, how you define love just between two people that are intimate. Sometimes right. love is some other things.
0: Or can you fuck your computer? <clears throat>
1: sure. sure. Yeah, Modern love. I tried two episodes um, and I think I just kind of made peace with the reality that I generally hate love stories and find yeah. them utterly ridiculous.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, maybe it's not for you then. It's actually gotten... Fairly good reviews that I'm looking at here.
1: Yeah, and there's some actors in it, too, that are fantastic. I mean, it doesn't, like, the cast is not the problem. Um, So many love stories just, maybe it's because on all the love stories that I, I've only watched a few, but -hmm. they all have, like, that soft, squishy feel about them. And I realize, like, my favorite love stories are the ones that are terribly awkward, because I think that most of life is very awkward.
0: You like Harold and Maude.
1: I love Harold and Maude. Yeah. I love Lars and the Real Girl. Sure. But- I know I know a lot of people like... Um, uh, there was a movie with Andy Samberg. And there was a movie with Andy Samberg and the um, beautiful woman Rashida Jones from Parks and Recreation. Sure. I can't remember the name of the film, but it was the names of the two characters. Actually, that was a great love story. It, it ends kind of painfully but also very lovingly and to me just very realistic in terms of you know love is hard it's not this like soft squishy beginning like there's the middle and there's the end and there's all the other things and so that particular love story I thought was fantastic and then also there was a film like a lot of people like love jones I can't remember the name of either of the actors in that go ahead and look it up I apologize But actually, I liked Love Jones, too, because it demonstrated that as well. It demonstrated, like, the big phenomenal beginning. It demonstrated how the middle is, like, a fucking mess. And then it also demonstrated how some people choose to keep going, even when it's really, really hard. I mean, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind kind of does the same thing. Uh, That was another great love story. Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind was another great love story. So there are love stories out there that I thoroughly enjoy. Modern love simply has not presented one yet. Um, it's very like soft, it's like you know, that sort of like soft Olsen Mills lighting family portrait kind of feel to it. So, I don't recommend it.
0: Okay, well, moving so on, that's what you hate,
1: <laughs> Josh. Yeah, what are you listening to?
0: Um, so I, I was on vacation, and this, the week before last, and I did, uh, so I had a lot of, uh, a lot of time on my hands, uh, and I did not listen to anything.
1: Yeah. However,
0: um, I was thinking about what I listened to in the last couple of days here at work, and so most of my listening, again, is through the YouTubes. There is a channel I want to, uh, promote here. Uh, his name is Andrew Huang, H-U-A-N-G, um, mm-hmm. And he does these things called uh, four producers flip the same sample. So and it's like a they've done it a bunch. He's got he's got other stuff on his channel too, but this is like a mainstay, like featured thing that he does on a continual basis. Where he'll get a sample, a music sample, um, usually somebody that sent him something, and then he gets four producers, uh, music producers from all over. Sometimes I've seen from all over the world actually, but. They're very good at what they do, uh, and they'll take that uh, they'll take that sample and create something entirely new off of it. And It's really interesting. Yeah. It's, it, they're fun to watch. They're fun to just see like what goes into making the beats and uh, and the music. And sometimes they make full, complete songs with like lyrics, and uh, it's pretty awesome. So uh, I want to go ahead. That's what I was listening to today, actually. Andrew Huang, H U A N G. Check him out on YouTube and see if you like it.
1: That actually does sound pretty interesting. I was also traveling. In the midst of traveling and then becoming violently ill, I have not done a lot of new listening. And if I did do new listening before I left for Chicago, I'm pretty sure I completely forgot about it. So instead, I would like to use this as a confessional moment. In the midst of our visit, Josh tried to think of a particular Phil Collins song, and he could not remember the name of it. It. But he said, you know, it's a good Phil Collins song. So we proceeded to dig through YouTube, uh, looking at Phil Collins songs, looking for the good one. And it was a very awkward moment because I realized there are quite a few Phil Collins songs that I kind of enjoy.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Phil Collins.
1: Phil Collins is terrible, and yet what? somehow I kept finding these songs, and I would be like, oh my God, Josh, this is it, because this is a really good Phil Collins song. And you'd listen to it, you'd be like, that is a good Phil Collins song, but that's not it. And like by the end of it, I think we identified six Phil Collins songs that like I really like. There's I genuinely nothing wrong
0: like. with Phil Collins. I don't know why he said he's Oof. terrible. He's not terrible. But one, he's he's a drummer by nature.
1: Well, that part's cool. Like, look, Genesis is Genesis is fine. And the song you ended up looking for was, in fact, by Genesis. It was
0: Genesis. a Genesis song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what it is right. again, but that's oh fine. Oh, my
1: God. It's That's All.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. Phil Collins is fine. Phil Collins is totally fine.
1: It means you're old. If you like Phil Collins, you've clearly passed a certain threshold where it's like easy <sighs> listening now works for you.
0: Oh, that, I found out the, uh, that show that I think you might like on Netflix if you like uh, Weird uh, Love Awkward love stuff. Oh, uh, what uh, is it? It's called The End of the Fucking World. And it's on Netflix. The End
1: of the Fucking World. I don't think I saw it.
0: Yeah, it's good. Very Harold and Maude-esque. Uh, but, like, one of the guys kind of like a sociopath. And then the girl is not, I believe. Uh, okay. And it was very uh, cu- cute, awkward? Cute, cute word? Yeah, but not cute in the normal sense of cute. Cute in an awkward sense. Yeah. In a murderous sense.
1: Ooh, that works. So... My full disclosure: I um, can't remember anything that I've been reading, so I have nothing for the first time.
0: Well, I have—I have a book recommendation.
1: Whoa! Okay, let's let's go ahead and talk about this because this is a fucking first.
0: Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I was on vacation, so I had a lot of time on my hands, and uh, I remember I, I, in the previous episode I had mentioned possibly library getting card. a library card uh, so that yeah. I can. Uh, get download some apps and get some free books Uh, i didn't do any of that um i didn't read any books but i know someone who has read a book that they currently like and so what i did was i read the wikipedia plot of this book and it is Ah. a Stephen Stephen king book so i thought it'd be fit with the genre and the mood of this episode uh called the outsider and uh, according to my friend uh it's very good so I'm going to go ahead and recommend The Outsider, a Stephen King novel, uh, as my pick-to-click for books this this week. Yeah. Did it.
1: Wow. You pretty much just recommended a book based on the cliff notes.
0: Well, I'm based on my friend's recommendation, really. That's the only reason I read the plot of the book on wikipedia yeah. but uh yeah this guy he like uh he's like a little league coach and uh like a uh, popular teacher and uh-huh. uh, he gets arrested in front of a crowd of baseball uh, sp- spectators and he, they charge pedophilia? him with raping Petophilia. mutilating and killing an 11 year old boy yeah, and uh, I knew it. and then you know Always. shit goes down from there you know from what i gather it's pretty good
1: I mean, look, Stephen King. You know, he's he's certainly he's proven himself. I think a few times that he's pretty good what he does. He is a prolific writer for sure. Uh,
0: Stephen King has published sixty-one novels.
1: Sixty-one novels. Yeah. Sweet
0: Jesus. He has sold more than three hundred and fifty million copies. God damn it! Two hundred short stories.
1: Jesus. Yep. Like, how did, how,
0: then what have died. we didn't been doing? Didn't he almost die, he got like, didn't he almost die recently?
1: No, what? I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know anything about people's personal lives, but god damn, got, like, 61 fucking novels. I mean, this guy isn't 80 either. Isn't he like, what, Stephen King's maybe in his 60s?
0: 72
1: all right, fine. I was ten years off, but still, goddamn.
0: See, oh yeah, he see, he was in a car accident, and oh, that was a long time ago. It was in nineteen ninety
1: nine. Okay, that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wonder if that was what uh, Misery was based off of, because it was the <laughs> author that got run over, and then the the lady took him, right? Yeah. So
1: maybe maybe some lady like helped him out of the car, brought him to her house to like take care of him while the ambulance came. But Stephen King's mind went, this would be an interesting story if she decided to trap me there's weird conspiracy theories
0: about stephen king about how he's like really like a serial killer but i don't think he has time
1: i mean 61 novels how the fuck would this guy have time to be killing people no way okay our next genre is health therapy and advice podcasts
0: health therapy and what advice and life advice oh advice health therapy and (laughs) advice i am gonna hate this so much i'm gonna hate it all
1: i figure like some type of health therapy and advice podcast is probably good before the holidays when you're gonna have to spend time with your family all the therapists i know they tell me that their business goes up significantly around the holidays because everyone's super depressed
0: i like my family
1: i know it's so weird weird. well that brings us to the end of supernatural horror and febrile illness
0: good night and uh safe uh halloweening trick-or-treating whatever you're gonna do be safe
1: check your candy bars for razor blades